Welcome back to Process. In the last episode, I talked about how I have been reimagining how I approach OmniFocus. I tried that uh, approach out for a couple of weeks here, and to be honest with you, it just hasn't been connecting with me whatsoever. There's a couple issues that I've been running into. First, OmniFocus works just fine on iOS, but there are limitations with the feature set that make it a little bit more difficult to navigate with tags and the like than on macOS. For example, if you open up the tags perspective and you click on a tag on the left pane, it clicks you into different tags, you know, and into a brand new list, into a brand new context. If there's sub tags, you can't just open that list. You have to click into it and then click into the tag. It works in function the same as on macOS, but in process and the way that I was kind of feeling about it is just, it had a completely different vibe. I felt like I had to dig into the application to get the information that I wanted to out of it instead of just, oh, here's a filter that I can click and then boom, the tasks are filtered. It just wasn't clicking for me on iOS as compared to macOS. The other tricky thing that I was finding is I just wasn't engaging with it as regularly as I needed on my iPad. Now, I'm going to back up for a second here, though. This episode isn't going to be down into the weeds about technical details of productivity systems. This is going to be a little bit bigger picture because it's something that I'm wrestling through. And frankly, I think it's something that I've been wrestling through or feeling like I've wrestled with for a very long time. In fact, to some degree, even since I started my productivity journey over a decade ago. Frankly, I feel like I've been in this cycle of systems and tools and ideas, and I just haven't nailed down what feels comfortable for me to work with. I've talked about in the past where I've used Todoist, I've used things, OmniFocus, the bullet journal, different planning methods, used Notion, but something just hasn't been jiving somewhere along the way. There have been seasons where I have found better systems for myself, but then something really has a lot of friction with it and I can't quite figure out a way to get around it. Or for example, like a couple of years ago when I first started using the bullet journal, I was getting really overwhelmed just having everything inside of OmniFocus and I wanted to disconnect from the computer a little bit more. And so I sought out the bullet journal and started using that. The truth is, over time, I've learned more and more and more of what I need in my life and in my system. It's just that the system hasn't been there, and I've been trying to find or build a system that works well for me. It's been really hard to do that. And in fact, this journey of building an effective productivity system for yourself can be very challenging. There's a lot of things that you have to face inside of yourself, as well as figure out what tools you want to use and how you're going to use them to be able to build a system that works for you. Because you are the center of your system, not OmniFocus, not any tool, you are. You're the one who comes up with the tasks, you're the one who has the ideas, you're the one who builds the system, you're the one who has the habits that keeps the system going. It's not the system, it's you. And I think that's probably been one of the biggest struggles that I have had, is that I've tried to externalize so much of what my life is to a system outside of me that I almost feel like the system should be telling me what to do. And instead, the system is just telling me what's there and then I get overwhelmed by it. And in reality, I should be telling myself what to do. The other chink that I have in this whole process right now is where do I find the balance between analog and digital? I spend all day long at work and for my side business 
in front of a computer screen. I'm writing code. I'm answering customer support requests. I'm outlining podcasts and videos. I'm recording. I'm editing. And then to add my productivity system into the mix in a digital space, primarily or wholly and entirely, that means that if I need to engage with that outside of my quote unquote working hours or workday, I need to get on a computer again. And the best thing that right now I can do for myself and my emotional health is to disconnect. It also doesn't help too that I'm running a YouTube channel and a couple podcasts where I really like discovering new applications and new things and I'm hearing other people's workflows. I'm seeing things that I find interesting. And so of course I want to try them. On StrengthsFinder, if you're familiar with that test, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's basically a test where it'll show you your top strengths as a person, things that you're really good at, things and ways that you process the world around you so that you can know how you fit into the team of people around yourself. My number one strength is input. I love to consume information and do something with it. I love the process on it. I love to chew it. But my default when uh, consuming information is to try to integrate it into my life in some way, shape, or form. So when I'm consuming all this stuff about productivity software and tools, I'm seeing new workflows, new ideas that look interesting. Of course, I want to try to implement them. I mean, there's a saying that a lot of people talk about with the the new shiny stuff uh, in the productivity space. We're always trying new applications, always trying new workflows, new tags, new whatever in any of our systems. And in reality, the system is supposed to be there and get out of the way to help us get the work done. And it's also been said, too, that if you're just fiddling on your productivity system all day, you're not working, you're procrastinating. There's some truth to that. But if you do spend more time working on your productivity system than you actually are working, that's a problem. If you fiddle with your system every once in a while because you're finding friction or pain points that you know you can fix, well, that's fixing a problem in the system. That's okay. Just as long as it's not preventing you from getting work done. Me, I feel like in the last year, I've just kind of been aimlessly floating between ideas and thoughts with productivity systems and haven't really landed on one. So most of my to-dos or big projects, things like that, have been managed by my catch-all buckets, like my email or drafts. I mean, I have been using the full focus planner to try to plan out my days. So I really haven't been getting above the day-to-day or week-to-week recently, but it's been a little bit more nebulous in nature than I'm used to for a productivity system. All of this is to say, I'm on a journey. I don't have it figured out. I wish I did, but I don't. There have been tons of things that I've learned over the years about what productivity is, how it works for me, and how it doesn't work for me. And I'm still on a journey. Lots of productivity folks, myself included, can come across like we have it all figured out. But the truth is that I don't, and I know those other people don't. They're just utilizing the tools that they can, and I am too, to the best of our abilities to try to manage all the crazy things that we have going on in our lives. I've learned in a sense that I have to put my flag in the ground. I have to define what my ideas are, what my systems are, what my thoughts are, what works for me. And I've got to hold my ground on it. It's going to take a little while to figure that out if you're just starting that journey. But once you're there, I mean, you can really try to figure out a system that works for you once you understand what doesn't work for you. For me, intense to the book, getting things done methodology does not work. It's too fiddly. There's too much overhead to it. Too many little details that are required to spell out and define for me to find any sort of pleasure or 
joy in using that kind of a system. It's just a slog for me. But on the other end, I also know that the bullet journal on its own doesn't work for me either because I don't like fiddling with paper and having to figure out layouts and things like that to try to get project lists to fit. I don't like crazily duplicating information. I don't mind migrating stuff from month to month, but having to duplicate information in multiple places like project lists and then in my daily logs, just it doesn't work for me. But I know I love the chronological layout of rapid logging. I also love in the full focus planner how there's a spot for the daily big three and mapping out my day, but I hardly use any of the rest of it. I also know that I think Notion is incredibly powerful. I love the way that you can easily lay things out in there and it's really fluid and flexible as compared to paper. I also know that if something is strictly mobile for me, it's not going to work. It has to be on the system that I'm working on every single day. Recently, I've also learned that if I go for a walk or a bike ride in the morning before I start work, and then before I even open any of my inboxes, such as forums, chats, uh, email, and the like, if I start working on one thing that I can do for a period of time, uh, even a short like one to two hour deep work session, if I can get that going before I open any of those things, I have so much momentum built up at that point in the day where I can keep going almost the whole rest of the day and feel really good about doing it. But if I open my inboxes first, I get pulled in a million different directions right away. And then I don't really get started on my most important tasks for quite a long time. These are just a few of the things that I've realized about building a productivity system for myself over the years. And some of them are just recent revelations. The point I'm trying to get at and the point that I'm trying to learn for myself is that it's okay not to know where to go next. It's okay to have this state of flux in your system. Is it a good idea to jump from tool to tool to tool to tool to tool all the time? No, because then you never actually acclimate to how those tools work and to be able to integrate them into your workflow so that you can use them effectively. You have to make the choice of what's important to you at that moment in time. And if your system is causing you issues and you can't figure it out, it's okay to be in a place where you don't necessarily know what to do next. It's okay to sit in that for a period of time until you figure out what the next steps are. An example I can think of that is uh, CGP Gray over on the Cortex podcast. He talked about basically not having a task system for a year. He was keeping it all in his head and maybe using some Trello boards or something like that for a year when he's been a very strong user of OmniFocus for quite a long time. Sometimes you have to back up, disconnect, and figure out what you really need. Not what you think you need, but what you really need under the surface. And that takes time to figure out. You can build things to the spec of a system like getting things done, and you have a great system and everything, but some's just not jiving for you because it's not connecting deeper. Because you haven't made that system personal to you. Wherever you find yourself right now, keep learning, keep thinking, keep experimenting. I think that's going to be my new slogan and encouragement for people in the productivity space right now. Keep experimenting. Because that's where you find what works for you, not just what works for somebody else. I hope you found this episode helpful. And if you did, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email at hello at effectiveremotework.com. If you're interested in checking out the YouTube channel, there's a link in the show notes. And there are more free resources if you're interested at effectiveremotework.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.